Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom and immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we have with us Dana Hagstrom. Dana is living the dream. She's retired to Mexico working on her own schedule, self-publishing books, and helping run an online coaching business that she and her husband started shortly before retirement. Her life wasn't always so idyllic. Dana is the survivor of a traumatic first marriage that nearly broke her spirit. And I will interrupt and say, been there, done that, got the t-shirt myself. Never, though, did she lose her trust in God and her relationship with Jesus continues to blossom every day. At the age of 10, she knew she wanted to be a published author, and in November 2019, that dream came true, too. Dana has learned how to turn passion into profit and help others find the gold mines within themselves. She is also passionate about helping the time-starved entrepreneur. And she has put together a time management tool used in conjunction with her plan formula for keeping a time-balanced life. Welcome to the show, Dana. It's so good that you are willing to spend some of your time with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me, Emerald. You're an inspiration and it's a joy to be here. Awesome. Well, Dana, I want to begin with you know this calling that you have to help people, especially entrepreneurs with their time. And maybe if you could dive into how that ties in, if it does in some way, to that traumatic first marriage. And it feels to me like there's some kind of a link there. So I'd love to hear a little bit about what was it that inspired you to start serving in this way? Well, that's an interesting question. I've never really thought about how it might fit with my past and how I can use all of those experiences to make me better today. However, 15 years in a marriage where I was afraid of my own shadow, but it all started from my, my thought, my misthought that I could fix him, that he was some, you know, if he could just live with me, be married to me, be loved by me, he would be all better. All of his problems would go away. All of the dysfunction that he had would be gone. But no, that doesn't work that way. But it took me 15 years to get up the courage, actually, to be out of there. But I think what I could find as a, as a connection is the resilience and, and the persistence to know there was more and that I had something to give, even though he was telling me, no, you, you have no worth. But knowing deep down, God had a bigger plan for me. And I do remember a night where shortly after the divorce was final, I was on my knees in my living room and I gave my life back to God. And I said, okay, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but you do. Use me 
to help others. Use me, help me. And that was kind of the beginning of this new journey of redefining who I was, of finding that purpose. It's been a journey, a true journey. Well, you know, and I think time is our most valuable resource. You know, it seems trite to say that, but literally our life force, our time, our how we are engaging our time is all we really have any kind of control over. So when you're in a, a controlling marriage where your worth is being questioned all the time, you may feel like even your time is worth nothing, right? So I can definitely see that connection. So let's talk a little bit about the process for you, Dana. It starts out when we start when I introduced you, it's Dana's living the dream. So I want to hear about your dreaming process. Like what is it that allows you to both live your dream and have dreams and pursue dreams? And how does that connect with the the time piece? Because a lot of people who are in the entrepreneurial space, myself included, the dream of the self-employed is that their time is their own, right? They, They don't have somebody else telling them what to do with their time. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about your own process and the journey that allowed you to, to not only dream this life into being, but actually give yourself permission to have it. That's a long journey from where we, we ended the last question. But, you know, I had a happy ending start. You know, you always think, you know, the fairy tale, the happily ever after. Well, I did get that. And I met a man, an amazing man, and we have a blended family like none other. So, I mean, I could talk about that too. But getting, just having that person pouring into me that I am valuable and that I do have something to offer. And what's kind of funny is, is he was a pastor. Well, he is a pastor. I mean, once pastor, always pastor. But there was that moment where you just know that you're meant for something bigger. And so when I was working with a coach and they said to me, what do people tell you that you're good at? Because that's where you should be serving. And I'm like, wow, what is that? What is that about it? Well, it was my time skills. As a pastor's wife, you're busy. You're expected to do so many things within the church, but I was also a paralegal. I was working full time. I was commuting to my job. I was teaching piano lessons. I was, I was trying to grow a home business and I had kids. And everybody was always saying, how do you get it all done? Well, I got it all done. I I knew what I needed to do. I knew how to manage my time. I knew how to to not waste time because it's valuable. And it's kind of ironic, too, that my love language is quality time. So spending time with family and the people that I love is, is key. How do I get more of that? And how do I make everything work just right so that I can have what I really want? So I think those, those were things that I saw that I was good at, and I could help others with that as well. As far as living the dream, those are things that you have full control of. When you get up in the morning, you can decide, is it going to be a good day or a bad day? And just how you set your intention for the day can be a huge, make a huge difference. So I know when I woke up that first morning in Mexico, retired, I'm like, now what? Now what do I do? 
I had a whole life ahead that I could redesign however I wanted it. And having that freedom was, was a beautiful thing. And so each day, you just kind of unpeel a little bit more. Well, what do I want to do today? And I realized that I had a lot of gifts to share. And my husband as well, his are totally different than mine. So we, we partner together very well. But why keep those all to ourselves? We can share this with other people. We can help them find their gold mines too. And that's become my new passion. That gets me out of bed every day. How can something that I say or do or write help someone else? If I don't do those things, I'm not helping anybody. So my dream comes from helping other people. Beautiful. I love that. Well, you know, one of the things that I've experienced myself in the dreaming process is I remember after I left the first marriage and then I actually ended up in a second marriage and then that ended and around through that kind of second marriage and the end of that second marriage, the dream came for me to be a speaker. And before that, I had been in the real estate business and before that, in between the real estate business and, and getting this dream to be a speaker, I had my own art gallery and healing art center for a couple of years. And when the dream came in to be a speaker, I remember it was like, oh, I would like to be able to have the freedom to be able to speak from anywhere in the world, right? And you're in Mexico, so you're a great example of this, right? To be able to be anywhere in the world and to be able to speak and share my message and serve people from wherever they are by the time my son is graduated from high school. And at that point, he was like 11 or 12, because <laughs> I didn't know that you could create the dream, in my case, 17 months. Within 17 months, I, I had created that. So I'd love to have you talk about not only creating the dream, but also embodying the dream. Because in my case, it took me another couple of years before I realized, oh, I already have this dream that I was dreaming. So can you talk a little bit about what it takes to, to not just dream the dream and take actions towards the dream, but also to acknowledge when the dream has come and to allow yourself to have it? I think that's going to be different for everyone and how they actually, how that all manifests in them. I know for me, you know, it's sometimes late at night where it come, it's like an aha moment. I feel almost like the voice of God is, you know, saying, Dana, I've got this for you. This is what I want you to do. You are going to take your blog that you've been writing because of something you started before you were retired, and you're going to publish books. You're going to have your lifetime dream. You were a little kid. You, you have journals and journals and journals of Harlequin romance type books, because that's what I was reading at the time. I thought that's the kind of author I want to be. And nothing happened with that. But when God said, no, you're going to write for me and, and I'm going to bless that, then that's how it worked for me. And sure enough, you know, I've got a devotional book series now. And each time I can hit the publish button is, is so exciting. And, and knowing that these people that were like me, finding it hard to, you know, have their quiet time because it was, it just seemed daunting or they didn't know where to start. Now they have something tangible, something they can take with them. It's portable. It's, it's consumable. And I don't know, I, I get super excited and passionate when I, when I think about that. So. 
All right. Well, I'm hearing that how you embody your dream is by feeling that super excitement and that passion. And we are already at the break, Dana. So, but before we go to the break, I just wanted to really underscore for our listeners that, you know, there is a way to have what you're dreaming. And what I'm hearing from Dana is that connection with in my case, I call it source. Dana calls it God. In my case, I call it source. That connection with source that really provides, like the source that provides, the source that says, you know, the source that actually put the dream in you in the first place is also the source that will provide for you the means for that dream to come into reality. And for me, at least, the practice for me, once I acknowledge, oh, I'm already here, I'm in the dream, right? is to say thank you. I just say thank you. Sometimes it takes me personally time to catch my catch myself up to that I'm actually there and to forgive myself for not acknowledging it sooner. So we're going to go to the break, but right now I want to thank all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. I want to shout out this week to our listeners Let's see, we have 39 countries and Mexico is definitely one of them. So we're going to shout out to our listeners in Mexico and also Panama today. I'm feeling like Panama wants to have a shout out and we will be right back with Dana Hagstrom. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by women in transition. Women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your Wealthy Life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with Dana Hagstrom. You can find out more about Dana and her time management tool, which we talked about when we introduced her, her plan formula to be used in conjunction with her plan formula for keeping a time-balanced life at David N, the letter N, Dana.com forward slash time. And we will have that information in the show notes where um, you can get that URL And that's where you can download this time management tool. So I want to talk briefly, Dana, about this plan formula that you use in conjunction with the time management tool for keeping a time-balanced life. What I really would like to talk about is what's the definition of a time-balanced life? What does that mean? It's when you take back control of your time. When you know exactly, you have clarity of what each day it looks like. And it comes down to organizing and knowing what you need to do and not spending all of your time doing one thing, but having a balance. So when I put it into the acronym of plan, you've got your P is your prioritizing. You've got your L, you've got to make sure you have leisure time every day. 
Your A is your achievement. You need to be learning, moving forward, filling yourself with good things. And N is to be neat, to keep it all neatly organized, to know your plan. Nice. I like it. Well, you know what I really liked about that, Dana, is the leisure time. And I feel like one of the things that we do just in general in Western culture is we pine after leisure time. We pine after that freedom. We pine for the day that we get to retire. We pine for vacation or the weekend or whatever. And yet, when we do have the opportunity to have leisure time, oftentimes we don't relax, we don't chill out, we just fill that time with other stuff that is meaningless or uh, wasteful of our time. I really love that you include leisure there because it is a powerful way for us to actually rejuvenate ourselves. So can you talk a little bit about you know, where that came from, where that came from, Dana, the leisure part. I'm like, yes, that's a great one. Because we do. If you want that time balance, you need to build in that time of relaxing. And what that looks like for you and me may be totally different. You know, that could be reading a book. That could be taking a bubble bath. That could even be running around the block. You know, just something that will just clear your thoughts. It will, like you said, rejuvenate you. That was perfect. Because when we don't, we don't take those times. We don't make them intentional. Those are the things that don't happen. We are either too busy working or task oriented. It's not as healthy as it could be. Oh, well, that's an understatement, girl. <laughs> it's not as healthy as it could be is a huge understatement. One of the things that I'm working on in my own life is actually getting better at relaxing. And, and you know, it is a cultural norm to, especially for entrepreneurs, to be, you know, push, 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 push to the point of exhaustion and burnout. Very unhealthy. Did it myself, just like I did the lousy first marriage, the traumatic first marriage. I also traumatized myself with my own entrepreneurship and ended up uh, personally having some health issues around that. And so I'm actually working in my own life around making it uh, more of a priority to relax. So when you work with people, Dana, can you talk about some of the ways that you support them in uncoupling, shall we say, or unhooking from kind of the mentality as well as the habituation to always be going and what you do to help them to not only uncouple from that, but really honor the L part of the plan? That is a great question too. And again, it will vary from person to person. But, you know, in the early sessions, we try to get to the get to the heart of who this person is, what lights them up. Many times, some of their passions, they're not even doing in life right now. And so getting a full picture, first we have to figure out who the people are. And then I go back to some of my own coaching that I've had where they'll answer their own questions on how they can put that back into their life. But they've got to first identify what they're missing. I can't tell them you need leisure we can uncover what they're missing and we'll find a leisure piece there, I promise. Mm -hmm. So can you give us some examples of some of the things that you've uncovered with some of the clients that you've worked with, Dana? 
a lot of it is is the balance. They don't know how to to balance it all. They don't take advantage of the pockets of time that they could. So we work through scheduling and blocking time. We work through their dreams. I mean, we talk about what is it that you would love to be doing on your perfect day. Working through all of those pieces is a realization that they can walk away from and they can start implementing things right away. So is that getting back to exercising? That's a huge one you see a lot. I don't have time to exercise. Well, you probably do. Just like I was saying, I don't have time to do Bible study. And that was a big piece for me. I felt like a fraud, you know, as a pastor's wife. So my coach helped me as I help these folks find those pockets of time where they they can do a workout. Maybe it's sitting at work. They can do one of those workouts in their chair, but start small. That's always the big thing. People think they have to jump in, dive in to the deep end. No, start small, walk in the shallow end first. And pretty soon it will, it will start to blossom. So I rely on them to do the work. I'll give them the tools. I'll help them think through how they can manage it better and how they can feel more fulfilled because so many people feel like they're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be true. All right. So Dana, we only have a few more minutes left. So I want to spend the, the remainder of our time because you are living your dream in Mexico. I want to spend the remainder of our time talking about like what made you decide to go to Mexico? What you know, inspired you to set yourself up, I'm guessing, as an expat, right, in Mexico. That's a whole other, I mean, we could do probably a whole interview on that. And, you know, where did the calling come from to make Mexico your, the place where your dream is uh, being fulfilled? And where did you get the courage to, you know, say, oh, I'm doing it? Well, a lot of those answers are what you would say the source Mm -hmm. um, for me, for God. But it was a situation where I'll remember the night David came to me. He'd been crunching our retirement numbers. And we were in a small town, small congregation. And his gifts are, he'd been downsized from a large congregation where he's coaching staff and million-dollar building projects. He's big picture thinker in a small little community. So I knew when he told me we have to work another six to eight years and the congregation was struggling to even pay our salary now. How is that going to work? I was, I was freaking out, you know. And then he said, unless we do something radical, we could move to Mexico this year. Like, that was the answer. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh, that sounds fantastic. Let's pray about it. So we prayed about it. And then doors were opening. Six months later, we announced to the congregation we were retiring. And six months later, we were pulling into our house here in Mexico. Beautiful. I love so, it. I love it. So before we close, we got a couple more minutes, Dana. I would love to hear because, you know, I think I believe that every wickedly smart woman has a connection to their source, whether you call it God or universe or source or spirit or great spirit or creator or whatever you call the source. And what I'm hearing from you is that you have a clear connection. And so I'd love to have you talk just briefly about the experience you have in either hearing or feeling or knowing that this is the direction. If you could just 
give our wickedly smart women your experience of that connection and the knowing that that's your direction moving forward, that would be great. Sometimes it manifests itself in just a peace, like a warmth. I think that's probably the most common thing is where, you know, I'm feeling stressed about something, unsure about something, you know, I've been praying about something, and all of a sudden it's just like an aha moment, like, yes, this is it. And then I get super excited and my heart starts to flutter, you know, and it's like Christmas morning, like you're a kid, like, oh my gosh, this is it. That's when I love it. That's where the book series came from. That's where the time management coaching came from, all of that. Um, moving to Mexico, that was more the doors were opening. Mm. We were wondering, well, what about this? And then we'd get a phone call or we found someone that had a course that helped us walk through it. I mean, so it's different. But my favorite way is when I get that warmth and I just feel like this is it. Yeah, I love it. For me, it's I get the chills all over and sometimes it's so good I want to grab my boobies. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> Such a big yes. You know, it's like, yes. Great. I love it, Dana. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with me today. It's really been a pleasure to connect with you across the miles from New Hampshire to Mexico and to have you on the show. I'm really grateful that you were able to give us your time and to share some of your brilliance and your wisdom and your shine and your sparkle and your devotion with our listeners. Listeners, we love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show or send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.